Hey everybody, my name is Billy. And I'm Sasha. And welcome to Forced, Forced to, to Watch. Okay, before we actually start on Housewives, I have some Housewives news. Okay, what is it? It has been reported that Nini and Greg have split. Officially? I mean, I don't know how official. I mean, it's not like divorce papers have been filed, but it's that's the word on the street. This is the first that uh, I'm hearing of this, and I would say I'm devastated by it. Oh, wow. I really like Nini, and I hate that that's happening to her. Um, but I do think that, I don't know, she could get a man that appreciates her more than Greg does. I guess. In my opinion. We were just talking about how they seemed to be on a rocky road, but they were still together. Yeah. And I guess we were wrong. Yeah, how how recent is that news? Is it of today? No, it was earlier this week, I think it broke. It may have even wow. broke right after we recorded, I, I just didn't want it. can't believe you held that from me. Well, I wanted the people, you know, all of our listeners. This is a genuine reaction right here. Yeah. Wow. Well, so are we talking about Atlanta first then? Yeah. We usually talk about Atlanta first. Yeah. Um, speaking of Nene, mm-hmm. one of the first things that happened in Atlanta this week was that Shamari apologized to Nene, mm-hmm. and she brought her the St. Germain, mm-hmm. and I was like, what a great move by Shamari, who kind of made a fool of herself. Again, this is kind of like the, if you're going to do something on Housewives, you you can do something bad as long as someone else does something worse. Because Mm -hmm. like, alright, if they don't all go in the closet, then Shamari is the talk of the night. Yeah. How she threw up. Shamari threw up and redeemed herself. Yeah. And it's kind of like how Dorit, you know, abandoned the dog, but she redeemed herself because there was other stuff going on that was more gossip-worthy, I guess. So, yeah, I like that from Shamari. Um, I don't... I love when Shamari said, I'm sorry I got fresher and wasted. Yeah. she And she did. She legitimately she did. got fresher and wasted. Yeah. Um, another housewife that we don't really talk about ever... And <clears throat> I'd be surprised if she's back, but I really like her, is Tanya. Tanya. Is it Tanya? Tanya. All right, Tanya. I have no feelings about Tanya. I think she brings nothing to I can't even it. say her name right, so. So let's not talk about it. No, but I. Th- so Why this, do we need to talk about it? Yes, because this is what I want to say about Tanya. Every time anything happens, Tanya is so on board with it. Well, yeah, because she wants to be on the show. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're not talking about Tanya then. The big picture, the big thing that happened was Eva's wedding. Yeah. So let's just talk about Eva's wedding. All right, what do you have to say about Eva's wedding? I mean, it's not my style. It was over budget, for sure. Yeah. It was definitely over budget. We heard about that a lot on the show. Yeah. I thought that Mike crushed his vows. And it's hard for... It's hard to do your own vows, you know? We didn't do it. No, absolutely not. I wasn't putting that extra added pressure on myself. Yeah. But, because if the vows are bad, people remember it. And speaking of bad vows, I thought that Eva's vows were kind of bad. I don't remember them, so obviously they weren't good. But I don't remember his either. She, she like, started out, like, Eva's starting out was like, 
in a world that's so shitty and yeah. dark, I found you, Mike. And I'm like, geez, just painting a bad picture right off the bat. Like, this terrible world that we live in. Like, come on, it's not that bad. Honestly, the thing I remember most about the wedding is how over the top it was. Yeah. And how much I think out of everyone, I would want to go to a wedding and be seated with Cynthia and Mike. Yeah. Her Mike. Yeah, they, they seem like fun. fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know I'm a big 50 Cent fan, so. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Uh, and again, at the wedding... Mm-hmm. Guess who got college wasted again? Shamari. Shamari did. Everyone has that friend, I feel like, who, like, is going to really? get, like, super wasted. I mean, like... Do we? we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we have that friend that always gets wasted, right? Is it always the same friend? I mean... Or is it a different friend for if, a different night? If I started naming our friends, you'd be like, oh, yeah, they totally get wasted every time, like, we do something, you know? I guess... If I named names, you would know exactly what I was talking about. I guess I have an idea, but I don't know. I guess they're not Shamari wasted. Yeah, that's true. Not out of control. So, uh, I feel like what I kind of just did was, like, like alluded to something without saying it. What? And, like, you know, I didn't give out our friends' names that drink a lot. And that... Is what Nini does on Twitter about Greg. Why is Nini subtweeting about her oh, husband? Is she? So like they showed on the show like a tweet and it was like I thought they did that a couple weeks ago. No, it was this week. Oh. And I'm like, why is Nini subtweeting her husband? Like so it doesn't surprise me that they're on the rocks, I guess, because you can't subtweet your husband. Yeah. Anything else about Atlanta? I don't know. No, next week's the finale. I think I'm ready for it to be over. I think it's gone on a very long time, and I'm kind of ready to say goodbye. Yeah, Eva's wedding was just not... I just didn't really care. Yeah. Okay. On to Beverly Hills. Yeah. I think the main things were the anticipation of Denise getting married and then Camille's... Birthday party, right? Yeah, you want to talk about someone a wedding that's the opposite of, of Eva's of Eva's wedding? Denise. Denise's wedding is yeah, the opposite. That is so true. Would be surprised if it was over budget. Oh, but I don't know. The place they're getting married looks really nice. Oh, no doubt. But did, so one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was: Did you catch when when? Denise and her fiance were talking about getting married, and he was like, "Yeah, like I, I could marry you in je- in ripped jeans and a t-shirt." Mm-hmm. And did you see her reaction? No, she was like, "No, no, no, we're not doing that. I'm going to be wearing a dress." Like she, that, w- I get. So I've always wondered where she draws the line. Uh-huh. Our like running joke on the podcast, I feel like, has been that Denise is so down for jeans and a t-shirt in any situation. Mm-hmm. And wedding? No, she's not going jeans and a I t-shirt. I love how her wedding. husband suggested she buy her dress on Amazon. And at first I just thought it was funny. And then I was like, he could be on to something. Like, if Amazon sold wedding dresses? You think that would be big business? It could be. Would it has they, the potential. What would they charge? I mean, charge, like, the same as anyone else who's... Like, other retailers who are selling wedding yeah. dresses online. But you do two-day shipping, and 
people... And then what? You just get it, like, adjusted, like, at a tailor or something? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad idea. I, there are worse I, ideas. Yeah, no, I, I, I guess I think there's so. a market for it. Um, another thing that I wanted to ask you about um, was Denise's dog. Mm-hmm. So, Denise... You know, I didn't think there could be a dog older than the Vanderpump dogs. I forget the dog. I Denise's you... dog was uh, almost a zombie, pretty much, uh-huh. at this point. Hmm. I think she said it was like 21 years old or something like that. I didn't even know dogs lived that long. Yeah, I, I can't believe you don't remember it. No. I'll have to pull up a picture for you later. Um, And then Kyle talked on the show about her her TV show about her mom not being renewed. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched her show? Don't you think you would know if I had watched the show? Uh, no, I don't. It's it's um, it's called American Woman, right? Yeah. And you, you don't think I would have mentioned it that we would have watched it together? Like yeah. you think I've got all this time, like just watching that show you know, behind your back and just being like, all right, man, I, I'm not gonna tell uh, him. <laughs> okay, I guess that what I'm asking is, what do you know about this show? Because I know absolutely nothing about it. But it does not sound interesting to me. I, don't, I think it's on TV Land, and it stars Alicia Silverstone, and that's the extent that I know about it. Okay. Well, if anybody knows about it, let me know, because I'm very curious in American Woman. Okay. Um, what else do you want to talk about on Beverly Hills? I think the, the biggest thing is at Camille's birthday, you know, the Teddy, Lisa... Dury saga continuing. Well, all right. Tell me what your thoughts are on the Teddy Dury thing. Uh, I mean, I said last week I'm kind of over it. I feel like Lisa is just so manipulative and trying to be this chess player. And I think someone said at some point, maybe it was, I forget, maybe Kyle like said like, Called her like Bobby Fisher because she's always trying to play chess and whatever. Anyway, I'm just over. I, I think Lisa needs to be off Bravo. I'm. I don't need to see Lisa Vanderpump on anything else anymore. Yeah, you've been beating that drum for a while. I, I just can't believe that this storyline is going to go the whole season, and that's really it is. What it, it is what it seems like right now, and it's too bad because. Yeah. There's more interesting things happening. I hope there's more interesting things to happen this season than that. We need some Lisa, more Lisa Renna, in my opinion. I agree. I'm a Lisa Renna fan. Um, She's the cocktail stirrer, and with this dog thing, there's not much to stir. Right, that's true. For her, at least. Well, and then anybody who had their money on Dorit and Teddy becoming friends this season, yeah. uh, props to you, because... I did not see that one coming. I think it was bound to happen. Especially if Dorit was owning up to what she was doing and willing to apologize to Dorit. I don't think Dorit's someone who holds a grudge. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, I liked Dorit's new uh, confessional look. She looked like, like a Barbie. What? You're going to have to remind me. What? She had like this pink dress on and like these... Like, kind of like this 80s long hair, curly hair. But not, like, the really tight curls she's been doing. Because I hate those curls. <laughs> yeah, the, the confessional did not stand out to me, oh, so okay. can't, can't tell you about it. 
Um, I still stand by, I know that we said this, I said this to you before we did the podcast, but her bathing suit line, Beverly Beach, Mm -hmm. is a terrible name. I don't know. At first I thought it was a terrible name, but now I'm kind of, I mean, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. I think that, like, if you were, like, shopping at your local Walmart and, like, picked up a bathing suit and looked at the name on it, it it would say Beverly Beach on it. Yeah, it does sound like that. So, I I don't know, like, whatever. And the other thing is that PK came up with the name. Do you remember when they were coming up with it last season? She had a different name for it. Yeah, I know he did, but I don't remember what her original name was. Neither do I. But he was like, Beverly Beach, it just sounds so great, baby. And I was like, oh, it sounds terrible. Yeah. So. I, PK, he's (laughs) awful. I hate him. (laughs) We're going to have to stick another dog on his nose. (laughs) He was fine. (laughs) All right. What what else do you got to have about Beverly Hills? Nothing else. Do we, I feel like. For Denise, we need to say penis at least one time, right? Oh my gosh. I felt so uncomfortable. I was... I... I wanted... I wanted that to end. It was so bad. She just, like, could not control herself. And she could not pick up on the social cues of that dinner. That everyone wanted her to stop. And she didn't want to stop. Well, she was Shamari wasted, I think. Yeah, but... If you're wasted and... Like, shouldn't you still be able to tell that everyone's clearly uncomfortable with you talking about his penis? Yeah, I mean, I think so, but the other thing is, like, I don't know. It seems unnecessary to mention it that many times, but... Oh, it definitely is unnecessary. So, like, is she trying to overcompensate for something? Like, why does she need to keep saying it? I think I think she was just drunk, but I just think no matter how drunk you... At some point, you have to pick pick up on the rest of the... <clears throat> People you're with and their vibe. Reel it back in. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. New York? Yeah. NYC. Yeah. And what? New York has stayed really heavy. Like, yeah. It you has. said that, but it's like, it's stayed there. Yeah. I, I think this is the first week I really listened to the taglines. Yeah, I actually really listen to the taglines too. And. They, I really wasn't super impressed with them. They were interesting. Hold on. I'm trying to look up so I can read them. Okay. I think Lu- I'm just so off of the Luann train and her tagline is like, I pled guilty to being fabulous. Right. Ugh. Like, what? Yeah. I don't like any of these. The only thing I settle for is more. Well, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the New York Housewives traditionally have bad taglines. Like, I I don't remember a good tagline from them. I was listening to them today, and I was like, boring, boring, not creative, boring. I don't necessarily hate Tinsley's. Game, set, now I need a match. But, like... Tinsley's been dating that same guy for, I know, but so I, like, what's she talking about? But I think they're so on and off that people don't consider them her match. And I think they're broken up now. Like, okay, Tinsley. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Wears me out. Alright, well, we start in the cam- clam bake, and this clam bake... I forget if we mentioned it last week, but it looks miserable. There's, like, no one there. It's cold, cloudy. 
everyone doesn't want to be with the other people. It just looked miserable. Like, no right. wonder everyone was trying to leave early. And they were trying to get out of there. Because I wouldn't want to be there in the first place either. Yeah, well, and, you know, if you only have to show up for a half hour and then you can grab a lobster and leave, then that's, <laughs> that's a huge bonus to go to a party for me. So I thought that Barbara told them to take leftovers. I think she did, but I think that she was saying it in a way that, like, you know when someone comes over and you're like, yeah, yeah, like, take some cake, but you're like, I hope they don't take any cake. I really want to keep this cake, you know? Because all the, there were so many people at the party that they needed to save that food. Right. No, I don't know. I mean, I think she was doing it to be nice. Like, did she want them to just eat it there and, like, enjoy the party? Yeah. Yes. So she was saying it to be nice. Like, but did she need to, like, get rid of that food? Yeah, she did. But I also kind of felt like she was like, oh, eat here, but also take some home. I think that was how I interpreted it. And then when everyone was like, I can't believe they're taking food. I can't believe they... They're taking food. I'm like, well, Barbara told them to. Well, yeah, and Luann, like, takes a stand against it. She's like... Luann is like, if they're doing one thing, I disagree with anything. Like, you want to breathe air? Oh, I can't believe you would do that. You want water? Who are they to want water? Like, Luann pops up and she's like, well, she counted you in for food. And, you know, I'm not team Ramona at Mm -hmm. all, but Ramona's like, I already talked to her about it, like, we're good, like, stay out of it, and I agree with her, because I'm like, like, come on, like, chill out a little bit, Luann, this isn't your battle to fight, like, she's gonna win that battle, but I don't know. I'm sick of Luann and her sobriety and her damn cabaret. Yeah, well... We haven't seen her cabaret yet, except for the Giovanni last year, right? we've seen it. Uh, I don't really understand what a cabaret is, and I definitely don't understand who's paying to go see Luann do cabaret. Housewives fans. Um, Also, Mm -hmm. can we talk about how much Ramona has inserted herself into this situation? Has she? Well, I feel like it's between Dorinda and Luann, right? The main beef. But then... They're saying, Luann's saying that Ramona lied about that party. So technically Ramona's involved too. It's just a different beef, I guess. Okay. But it's beef with Luann. I just feel like Ramona always inserts herself into things. And yeah, then well, she's, that's part of her personality. And then she's terrible at, like, maneuvering her way out or, like, relaying information. Like, everything that she does, I'm like, this is like watching a train wreck. Yeah. So. Well, Ramona's kind of a train wreck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, on the opposite end of the spectrum is Sonia, who could not give a shit about anything, and no. I love that. She's also kind of a train wreck. Yeah, but she's a different kind of train yeah, wreck. Yeah, she's a different kind of She's, like, wreck. failing upwards. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, but I'm just gonna go with it. Like, nothing that she does is, like, working, is, like, right, but it's still mm-hmm. working for her. Like, she's in a magazine. Yeah. It is. It's working for her. She also just, like, doesn't put up with any of the, like, I don't know. I think that she maneuvers herself a lot better than Ramona does. This, at this moment, I think on a, normally, 
and across the board, if you had to average the amount of time she handles herself well, I would say most of the time she does not handle herself right. well. Right. Okay, that's fair. Um, and then how about Ramona says that she it's too much to go say that she's sorry about <laughs> Bethany's boyfriend dying. Yeah. Fiance. Fiance, yeah. Fiance, we learn. She can't, can't be bothered to go apologize for that. Yeah, I have no, I have nothing to say about that. I don't I don't know. Ramo- that is very strange, Ramona. That's so wrong, right? Yeah. That's like such an easy win to go up yeah. to someone and. Well, Dorinda did it, and look at Bethany really appreciated yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, heavy stuff. I'm sick of Barbara too. Like, oh really? She's not a housewife. Yeah. And I'm sick of her being so involved. <laughs> like she's so involved that like. I don't get enough of, like, the actual housewives. Okay, that's fair. Do you, would you consider going to Sonia's psychic to ask how much longer uh, she's going to be on the show? How much longer (laughs) you're going to have to put up with watching her? No, I'm not a big psychic person, but I know all the housewives are. Weird. All right, so I have a new segment before we do your power rankings, and we're going to do this every week. Got it. It's going to be, which would you rather go to? Okay. Because there's usually one, like, every episode, one, like, get-together between every, the whole cast. Got it. Okay. So, would you rather go to Eva's wedding, Camille's birthday, or Barbara's clam bake? I think this is pretty easy because we only really liked one of them. And I don't really have any beef with... Teddy Mellencamp or Lisa mm-hmm. Vanderpump. So I'm going to choose Camille's birthday party. Yeah. It seemed like it was at a bar that like I could chill at. Yeah, well, that is one thing. It was like a cocktail party at a dive bar, it seems. Yeah, and I loved that. Um, it was like there was like an outdoor area. Like Eva's wedding seemed a little bit stuffy. Yeah. Like I know that there was an open bar because Shamari was getting turnt. Yeah. But like, I don't know. And then the like we already talked about why I wouldn't want to yeah. do the clam bake. I don't want to be cold outside, and mm-hmm. but I do love clams. <laughs> Her spread looked delicious. Yeah, but I but I'd it wouldn't rather, warrant. I'd rather be at the dive bar at Camille's birthday party. Yeah. All right, power rankings. All right, my power rankings. Um, I have to admit something this week. Yeah. Um, because Denise put on such a bad show this week, she has fallen out of the power rankings. Wow. For the first time ever. Yeah. Um, But in fifth place is Teddy Mellencamp. Okay. Because Teddy has stood her ground. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that she was on the power rankings last week, but I can't remember where she was at. Mm -hmm. Um, She, yeah, I mean, has really come out of this situation looking pretty good after being very involved in it, you know? Yeah. Um, number four is Bethany because okay. Bethany is kind of navigating this situation with her fiance really well. And she's also, um, like doing all this aid work, especially mm-hmm. in North Carolina yeah. and us being living in North Carolina. Uh, I love that. Yeah. She also looks great in the opening. Uh, she like, always looks good. She looks really good in it. And, and I noticed that today and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Bethany... Because of that, she's going to move in there. Third is Shamari. Mm-hmm. Because Shamari is just so much fun. Yeah, I think she's fun. She's great. Um, so she moves up to three. 
Number two is someone who I did not think would ever be on the power rankings. Mm-hmm. And I think she's on it for the second time as well. And that's Dorit. Wow. The fact that Dorit is navigating through this so well and, you know, people are still vying for her friendship. She's friends with everyone. She's looking like the number one housewife on in Beverly Hills. The whole storyline is revolving around her and mm-hmm. who's going to be friends with her. and <laughs> So, yeah. And then... Number one is the lady who wanted to put a lobster in her dress herself, Sonia Morgan, <laughs> takes the top spot this week. Love She had Sonya. a good week. Had a really good week. You know, she, again, she does this little, like, fun, I'm so fun-loving, like, type attitude. And when mm-hmm. Tinsley lived with her, we saw that that's not really the case. But yeah. I'm buying it this season that she's fun-loving and, <laughs> and laid back. Yeah. All right. Is that it for Housewives? Yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Do you have anything else? Nope. Yeah. Sports. What On to sports. Well, it's been, the, it's been March Madness. Mm-hmm. How's your bracket doing? One of them, I have two. One of them is really good, and the other one isn't bad, but I'm like, is eh. How good? Could you give us, like, how many teams you got right or, like, a percentile that you're in or something like that? Is that the percentile? Yeah. 98. So you're in the 98th percentile. That means only 2% of people have more correct than you. And that's on ESPN, right? Yeah. Does it say how many picks you have right? Um, let me click this little info. No. Oh, I lost it. Oh, my technology is capabilities. Um, no, it doesn't say that. I have 400 points. Okay. You, yeah, you, I mean, you're crushing it so far. Do you have any teams that are out of the Sweet 16? Just one. What do you mean? That, like, like I picked... Are, are still alive right now. The, so, those two are alive. I have Belmont, and they're out. And I think that's it. Wow, so 15 out of your Sweet 16 are still alive. Yeah. So, like, how did you go about picking these teams? Like, what was your what was your secret? Because, you know, so, I did a bracket, and I'm nowhere near as good as that. So this is what I did. I went through, and I looked at... I googled most likely upsets. Okay. And I looked at, like, probably five sites, and I chose... The ones that were consistently on all five sites. All right, so you pick. You went with the trendy picks, kind of. And then I think I took some liberties with like teams that I had a connection to. Like I chose Northeastern winning because I went to grad school there. So, but they obviously didn't win. Anything. Right. And I'm trying to think what else. You said that you took some liberties. Did you pick? The team, Liberty. No, I didn't. Wow, okay. I didn't. Well, that, that, that would have been a great thing to say, but no. I did not. Well, I'm trying to think if any... I'm looking to see if anything really jumps out. Like, the Murray State, like, upset, like, that was kind of, like, an easy... A lot of people yeah. picked that, yeah. So, like, I don't really consider myself, like you know, groundbreaking for picking that. Yeah, I will fair. say, and you can tell me whether this is, you know, a good 
was something that most people didn't pick. I picked UC Irvine over Kansas State. Well, that was a great pick. Kansas State won their conference, which is the Big 12. Mm-hmm. And UC Irvine's, uh, they they were a candidate for last week when we did mascot or not. Do you know what their mascot is? No. They are the Anteaters. Oh, wow. But so did most, did, like, is that a common upset? No pick? way. I would okay. not have picked, I did not pick the Anteaters. And I don't Ooh. think most people did. So that's probably why you're in the 98th percentile. Yeah. And that's why I'm, so I'm first in this bracket, this group, um, you're in first place right now. Yeah, and I'm trying to see, but I oh, I can't do you turn do you make any picks based on like uniform colors no. or like good players? None no. of that. I don't know any of the players, and most likely I do not know the uniforms and colors until they're on the screen. Okay. You know whose uniforms and colors I hate? Who? Oregon. Ooh, so is that why you didn't pick Oregon? I don't know if I didn't pick them, but I know I don't like that. It's, just not it's, a fan of green and yellow. It's a jar. It's jarring. <laughs> well, have you ever seen the court that they play on? No, I don't. From the from the looks of their uniforms, I don't want to see it. They have trees all over the court. Why? Uh, I don't know. Like it's, the maples or something? No, they're the ducks. But oh. uh, but it's just you know Oregon uh, is in the forest. I so guess. So I have a decent amount. I mean, I'm ten percent, ten points over the my this the second place person, but I still have the max points available. Okay. By thirty points. Huh. So we'll see after today. All right. This is what Oregon's court looks like. Oh, that's disgusting. <sighs> I don't like that. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck today. Thank you. Now, you said that Murray State was the upset that you picked that kind of like everybody picked. That's what I thought. Um, no, I, I thought so too. The other one, I'm, my other bracket, I'm in the 70th percentile, so okay. I'm not awful. That's but pretty good. It's not as it's not as good. So Murray State has a player named Ja Morant, mm-hmm. and I sent you. Um, yeah, the dunk. A, his dunk from the first round. Yeah, I was less impressed with the dunk. I was more impressed with the setup. Okay, what do you mean? That, like, they passed it to one guy, passed it to another guy, who bounced it, who did, like, a bounce, and it reminded me of, that, like, Foursquare, kind of. Like, okay. bounced it to the other guy, who then took the dunk. Like, I was impressed yeah. with the bounce, I guess. Okay, that's called a bounce pass. Well, I was impressed with it. Yeah. I, th- I was like, ooh, fancy. <laughs> well, you know, l- later on we can I can go throw you some bounce passes in the front yard if you really want we me to. We can make a four square and we can get the kids in the neighborhood yeah. and play four square. Maybe we can dunk on a basketball. I have no dunk. idea of the rules of four square anymore. <laughs> okay. That was like a summer camp thing I used to do, but I don't know anymore. But I thought that's what I found impressive. All right, so you are you like the bounce pass more than the dunk. Yeah. The dunk was unbelievable. He just Jumped I guess. Off of, he jumped off of, I think, one foot and slammed it with two hands over somebody. I just found this interesting screen on my bracket, and I don't know how I got to it. I don't know how to get out of it, and I don't know how to work it. All right. Well, again, we're finding <laughs> – I, I just X'd out of it. We're finding that you're not very tech savvy, Yeah. but but that's okay. The There was one more thing about John Morant before we move mm-hmm. on. Did you see what he did for the little kid? Yeah, I love it. So cute. Can can you tell tell me what it was? He gave the shoes to him. Yes, the shoes that he wore during the game. 
he went back and gave to a little kid. That's that, very nice. It was so cool, yeah. And it's like, you know, that's the kind of that's kind of the beauty of sports, in my opinion. Is that like <laughs> there's stuff like that. The beauty of sports is in the athletes giving shoes to kids. Yeah, the sweaty shoes after a game. Yeah, but here, the, child, take my sweaty <laughs> shoes. But. I, <laughs> But it, it was very nice, but I just think it's hilarious that that's the beauty of it is, to you. That, like, you know, that could be so powerful. That kid will never forget that. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Sure. So, yeah. So, um, what else do I have for you? Yeah, I mean, that that's really it. Who's your who's your national champion on your bracket? Both have Duke. Okay. Because I, you know, I guess fan by association and they're pretty good and I think they have a chance yeah I do let's see who I have playing my final four is Duke in this one I'll read both is this your 98th percentile no this is my um 70 whatever okay Duke Michigan Virginia North Carolina um with Duke and Virginia and Duke winning and then very ACC heavy oh really yeah I don't even know what that means um in my other one, I have Duke, Michigan, Tennessee, and UNC. And then Duke, Tennessee, and Duke. I'd, that's going to be my issue is the Duke-Tennessee pick. How come? I don't know if Tennessee has got it. Based on, like, they're beating Iowa. We have it on in the background right now. <laughs> I didn't they're, even notice. They're beating Iowa by, 11, by but nine Iowa's points. But Iowa's a 10 seed in there, too. Well, we saw Duke struggle with, like, yeah, uh, North true. Dakota State. like. I picked them because they their dog looks kind of like our dog, and I oh, felt their mascot. Yes, yeah, so, so you did base something on mascot. That was the only mascot I knew, and I felt I had the affinity, or the is that the correct word? Yeah, to Wally to pick that for him. All right, that's fair. So, well, uh, yeah, my bracket is in shambles. I picked way too many upsets that which didn't happens happen. every year. Yeah, I, I'm terrible at filling out a bracket. Yeah. I think you're too in the know. You know too much. Well, and that's, you know, it's it's a good thing that I can't bet on it because I would lose so much money every single year, so. Yeah. Well, that is, uh, that's kind of all that I have going on with sports. Uh, LeBron is going to miss the playoffs for the first time since 2004, yeah, 2005. I, and I heard that it's the first time LeBron, Shaq, Michael Jordan... What's the other guy? Kobe? No. J- J- Abu. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Abdul-Jabbar. Did you just call him Abu? I'm, I was going to say Abdul, but it just came out wrong. But I didn't know. I, I couldn't. Kareem, yeah. yeah. You can just call him Kareem. Uh, Kareem. Yeah. And I don't know if there was another one. But there was some statistic. It's the first time since the 70s that one of them hasn't been in the playoffs. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't follow NBA enough to really follow that. Which is saying something because the 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 amount that you follow any sports is minimal. So I'm I've been following the bracket and I follow NFL pretty well. Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. And col- I would say I follow I think if I had to rank how much I follow like sports sports, I would say out of what we just talked about NBA is, is last. Four, last. Third is the college basketball. Second. Second is college football. 
And then first is the NFL. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. And I think I follow NFL the most because of fantasy. So I feel that I need to be in the know to make good picks. Yeah, that's true. And look, the brackets, you kind of make picks once, and you never really have to make picks or do anything else again. Right. Whereas fantasy, you kind of have to be constant. Like, from August to when? December? Yeah. You have to be like, know what's going on. Paying attention, right? Yeah, paying attention. Who's on by? Who's hurt? Like, who's playing a better team? Who's playing a bad team? Right. Who's on the waiver wire? Like, you got to be quick. Yeah. You got to know what's going on. So, for ladies that, um, you know, are not really into sports, would you say that fantasy football is a good transition into sports? 100%. I grew up in a household. We didn't even watch the Super Bowl. I knew nothing about sports. Like, if someone had asked me, how is football played? I would have, like, I wouldn't have known. Okay. I would have literally said, you have to get it in the end zone. But I would not be able to tell you how they did that. Would you even have known the word end zone? I think so. Okay. Because the the thing is that, like, you married a sports guy. With a sports family. No doubt. Like, we watched SportsCenter 24-7. I watched hockey, baseball, football, basketball, like, Bowling. I would watch anything. It was foreign to me the first Thanksgiving we spent together and that we, like, had your family over here. Yeah. That you guys watched football all day because, to be honest, I didn't know there was football on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Like, that's how detached my family was from sports. Interesting. So, when we did, when we got married and were dating and you were so into sports... I hated it so much because it was just like, I had no, no interest. I was just like, oh my gosh, this sucks. But, the and before fantasy, we would have to watch, you know, all day Sunday it would be football. And it was so boring. I knew nothing. I Like, before fantasy, I knew nothing about no football. No rooting interest, yeah. any of that, right. And I didn't, I mean, I, I did start to catch on to the game portion of it, but I still had, like, no interest and then we we started playing fantasy, and then it became more, it was more fun for me. And I actually started to look forward to Sundays. Like, we just kind of hang out. Sometimes we go watch the game with friends who, you know, we're in the league with. Yep. Other times it's just, over. yeah. Or other times it's just us, and I kind of look forward to the, you know, nature of Sundays. Yeah, football just, Sundays. Yeah. Cool. And just yeah. like Thanksgiving now, I kind of do like the football, like, Having football in the background where we cook and, you know. Do you think the fact that you can, like, talk about it and that you actually, like, have a rooting interest, is that part of the reason why it's you, it's grown on you? Yeah. Like, I think that the reason why, I mean, for me, I like Housewives mm-hmm. and Bravo TV shows is because I can talk to women. Like, women about it. Like, your friends, I can, like, be like, oh, my God, like, I hate Luann, you know? And they know what I'm talking about. Or, you know, we also watch, like, Vanderpump and Summer House. uh, We watch most everything on Right, so, like, like, I would agree that that's part of the reason why I am cool to watch it now. Because even though I'm forced to watch this, like, at least I can relate to someone. Yeah. Is, is that what you're saying about sports? Yeah, and it's nice, not only with your family, but with your friends, 
I also feel like I have some something to talk about. Like, I mean, we could talk about like our personal lives and whatever. But like, at a certain point, like, there's you can only update someone so much. So then, to be able to be like watch a game and be able to have a conversation with them about the game, it's a lot more fun than just sitting there and being quiet and not having anything to add. Because we're going to watch the game, whatever game is on, regardless of whether I want to watch it or not. If we're with your friends or family, for sure. So it makes it a little better that I can. Be semi-interested. Yeah, I agree. We just like rambled about my our interest in sports and sports connecting people. <laughs> well, well, that's the beauty of sports. <laughs> that's the beauty of sports. <laughs> yeah. Not no. the dirty shoes. Yeah. No, but that's like the premise of the podcast is forced to watch. Yeah. So one of the this is one of the benefits of being forced to watch things, yeah. I guess. Well, uh, that's I think that's all I got this yeah. week. Looking forward to the rest of basketball today and to see how my rocket turns out. And hopefully, I mean, next weekend, what are we going to do next? Oh, next weekend's not the Final Four. No, next weekend is the Sweet 16 and Wait, the Elite what Eight. What are we going to do if you're, you're away for those? I might have to call into the podcast. Oh, gosh, I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough for you technologically. Yeah, we may have to... Do it on the Monday or something. Yeah. Sunday when you get back or That's whatever. That's fair. All right. All right, Stay people. tuned. Talk, uh, we'll talk to you next week, I guess. Yeah.